Good evening, everybody. You turn your sound off, perhaps. Mute yourself. Welcome. We'll start in just a moment. Hope everybody is well and Yashikov for for showing up and being part of the year tonight. Can you hear me well? Can you hear me? No, you can't hear me. You can hear me. Josh, can you hear me? Can everyone hear? Okay, off we go. Perak Lamed Hay. Redemption in three acts. Yisusum midbar v'tzia v'tagel arava v'tifrach kachavatzelet Faroach tifrach v'tagel Afgilat v'ranein kvod halvanon nitan la Hadar ha-kalmel v'asharon Hema yiru kvod Adonai hadar Eloheinu So Yishayahu here explodes in this expansive growth the desert is blooming. Uh, this is uh, uh, in in the in the days of the the uh, when the state of Israel was first born. Ben Gurion uh, was very happy uh, to to read and study Periklamid. Hey, this was his dream. Uh, the blooming desert. Yisusum midbar arava, the arava, the plains, all that area uh, in the south, just before the before the Negev. And it's blooming like lilies. Paroach tifrach, everything that could possibly grow is growing. The tagel afgilat veranein, and the entire earth, the entire world is singing. Chizkuya that's Act One. Chizkuya daim rafot, uberkaim koshlot ameitzu, imrulinim hare leiv chizku altirahu hine elohechem. Could we imagine anything more beautiful and more pertinent for our times? Yeshayahu is telling us that there's going to be a strength that's going to arrive in the world that's going to strengthen those people whose hands have become weakened, whose knees have become weakened, people whose hearts are not quite in it. Uh, we'll talk about what's going on with these people's hearts. Chizku al tirau. Strengthen yourselves. Don't be afraid. Remember back, uh, I think it was in Perik Vav, we talked about Hashked v'hargoa al tirau. Hine Eloheichem nakom yavo gemul Elohim hu yavo v'yoshachem. God will take vengeance on all the people. He'll pay back everyone who's ever harmed the Jewish people, and there's nothing to be afraid of. We need to have our, our faith and our trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu strengthened. And here comes uh, the re- result of that. The people who are blind, we're not just talking about literally blind, we're talking about spiritually blind as well, will suddenly be able to see. People who couldn't hear, or didn't understand what they were hearing, can suddenly hear and just listen to the motion, the, visualize this. 
people who were lame, people who couldn't run anymore, are suddenly jumping around like so many deer or like gazelles. Vatarona lashon ilaim, and the people who couldn't speak are now being able to sing. The desert is spring rocks in the desert are gushing with wells. Every place that's desolate is now full of life. Places that were barren, and we're talking about souls that were barren as well. And finally, Act 3. Suddenly there's going to appear a highway, an incredible road, leading where? People who are unholy will not be able to come on. What is Derech HaKodesh? There's this part, there's this highway Instead of Highway 1, it's called Derech HaKodesh. Lo yesham aryehu uparitz chayot ba'yelena lo tzimatzeisham velchu geulim. This highway is so free of any, any uh, nuisances, there will no, no, there no stones being thrown, no lions, no, no one, nothing in the way. People are walking in the middle of this highway as if it was just completely safe and secure. And the people that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has been redeemed on using Highway Derech HaKodesh on the way to Tzion, to, to Yerushalayim, Berina, in state of joy, they're completely carefree, they're in a state of joy. They're they're able to get to a place of absolute joy and ecstasy. And anything that was depressing, anything that was upsetting, anybody that gave people the reason to groan or to kvetch, it's all gone. So as you're thinking about the power of this, uh, listen to uh, this in a musical sense so we can tie in to the joy that's in this parak. Makes you want to get up and dance, right? Now let me get back to my main screen here for a second.
Okay. So who is rejoicing? Who's singing? What does Yeshua Hashem look like? What does the salvation look like? Does this stir any national memory? This parak, this parak where the blind are healed and the deaf and dumb are now able to sing and speak. Anybody think about conjure up Mamet Har Sinai, uh, the medrash that says that everybody arrived shalem, everybody arrived well, um, in order to receive the Torah. What is the relationship between growth and rebirth and healing, right? We said that everything in the desert is growing, uh, there's water, everything is plentiful. And at the same time, the people who can't dance, uh, who can't walk are dancing. The people who couldn't speak are singing. Uh, the people who couldn't walk are, are able to get about. The blind can see. So what's going on here? How are these things connected to each other? What is happening on this Derech HaKodesh Shetzion? And who have we been redeemed from? And what are the sorrows? V'nas Yagon V'anacha. What kind of joy is Isaiah telling us about? So when we look at the reasons for rejoicing, uh, we find uh, that there are a couple of different ideas. Uh, one of that is that there's an absolute change in world order. And this will be familiar to many of you from stuff that we've learned before in Yeshayahu, because we've said that when everybody else goes down, we go up. So the Radak predict predictably says here that um, what's going on, if you read in the Radak in the green, so what's, what, is, what is all this blossoming? What's all this regrowth? This is because Edom, this is Esav, this is all our enemies uh, that are personified by the, the counterbalance to Kedusha. Uh, they're being destroyed. They're on the down and we're on the up. Uh, we, in in Perik Lamedalid, we saw, uh, right, that Yeshayahu said uh, that Kizevach Lashem Bebatzra Vetevach Gadol Beretz Edom. This is all about the downfall of our enemies uh, and the people who don't wish us well. And uh, so the Radak is talking about that idea uh, that uh, the, the reason for the joy. All this growth is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is defeating our enemies and we are finally rising to the top, uh, the cream uh, where we're supposed to be. The Barbanel here, uh, you see, uh, says that this is a particular uh, joy for Eretz Yisrael. Why is it? Because there's a different kind of growth. It's not a political change, it's an internal change. Um, because the, uh, the uh, Barbanel distinguishes between two types of joy. He's talking about a hashlama gashmi versus a hashlama nafshi. All of a sudden, the Jewish people are able to rise to an internal level of spiritual change where the growth that's, that we see in the desert is really just parallel to the incredible growth that's growing on inside of the Jewish people. We're becoming finer people. We're becoming more elevated people. In the world of Yeshayahu, perhaps that means that we're finally getting the ideas of tzedek umishpat. Uh, looking ahead to the Malbim, he tells us uh, that all this uh, classical Malbim, 
the Malgim parses out each one of these things. He tells us the difference between Simcha and Sasson and Gil, and he says that, that all this dancing and all this growth is the external representation of something that's going on internally, and he says that this is also about the fall of Edom. Uh, but then he says, Aval ha'arava, the Tagel Ha'arava, he says, in the, in the gray part you see there, he says, the true rejoicing, we're so connected to Eretz Yisrael and the redemption of Eretz Yisrael from Edom, Aval ha'arava she Eretz Yisrael, she ruya el ha'or eloki, mitzad atzma, mitzad shoshah el yon. We are so deeply rooted and a particular kind of holiness uh, that we're able to uh, come to this great joy. And it's a relief, says the Chomat Anach, this is the Chidah, from despair. Um, uh, this is not only a, a general uh, despair, but it's a very particular despair. It's the despair that Yushalayim, uh, people f- seeing Yushalayim Bechurbana, when Yushalayim was not at its height and, and, and there was so much uh, terrible uh, problems with the Assyrian ascent on Yushalayim, that people thought that Yerushalayim was an irni dachat, uh, that it was unworthy of God's pity and God's love and God's grace. So the joy is the redemption of Yerushalayim, uh, which everybody is participating in, uh, and this is the cause for all the, all the growth. The Karakemach, the Rabbeinu Bachaye, says that this is like Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, uh, and that this is going to be, uh, uh, look in the green, This is uh, the, all the, the, the path that the Jewish people took through the desert. This is the realization of the dream of Yitzias Mitzrayim. Yitzias Mitzrayim, we're coming close to Pesach. We know Yitzias Mitzrayim is the archetype, it's the foundation for all the gulot, all the redemptions that are that are to coming in the future. And the uh, finally, the Rebelezer Mibelgensi tells us that L'Shavar Eretz Yisrael was umlala. It's not just about us personally, but it was the entire land of Eretz Yisrael was in a desperate state. It was it was pitiful what was going on in Eretz Yisrael. Well, you have to look back at the pictures in the uh, in movies of Eretz Yisrael during the Turkish reign and whatever. Uh, it was a desolate country, and so uh, Isaiah Yeshayahu is telling us this come come a day when all the land, as we see when we travel through Eretz Yisrael. Is, is absolutely just a burst with incredible energy and growth of every kind. Uh, the Mitzudot David, who uh, says to us that all the singing is, that is not just a regular singing, it's gila achar gila. This is a super kind of singing and joy. Um, and the Ben Ezra tells us that this is particular to the Yoshve Yerushalayim, uh, it's the people who live in Yerushalayim, like we, most of us, Baruch Hashem, have this incredible schut. Uh, we are the ones who are at the, at the top of all this changing and this change of changing. So we're talking about a state of change, 
and we said that everything's growing, everything's blossoming, um, and the result of that is that all the weak people, um, all the people who are the ilmim, the pischim, people who are crippled, and whatever, and nimhare lev, they're the ones who are undergoing this incredible change as everything grows. Uh, so what does that exactly mean? So if we look in, in the Medrash Vayikra Rabbah, we find that uh, in the, in the uh, yellow towards the bottom in bold, Kigon elu shehen dochakinat ha-kates. We are a very impatient people. And there are some people who, when we are so busy waiting for Mashiach and so waiting for everything to change radically, uh, that they, they're not able to sustain their faith. Um, for those of you who are scholars and interested in uh, the basis of uh, this Vayikra Rabbah, I brought you the, the Psukim in Divrei Ayomim uh, that all of that was based on. But let's move forward to the Arba Bernel, who has his own ideas about who the weak are and the people are who are changing. And he tells us, um, Yeshayahu is not just speaking in general terms. He's commanding the Chachmei Yisrael Ugdolehem. If you want to know what the job of Gedolei Yisrael is uh, in the, the times of redemption, uh, they're supposed to be going out and teaching, and they're supposed to be to uh, strengthening the Yadayim Harafot Mehaemunah, the people who are crippled and are unable to see and unable to speak. Uh, the reason they're in such a state is because their faith is become impaired. And the Birkaim HaKoshlot Meirovat the people are not, aren't able to move about and serve Hashem properly because they're, they're depressed. They're literally just overwhelmed by the tsaras uh, that are surrounding us in the times of, of, of Galut and from the terrible problems that the, uh, our enemies have, have brought on. Us. Now look at Shadal, Rabbi Shlomo David Luria, uh, he says something really interesting. Uh, he understands that the weakness, uh, he disagrees with the Radak and others, and he says it's a, that because people are in a state of shiamum, uh, people have become bored. Uh, if you think about people who are really depressed, there's a stage beyond being depressed. It's just having what the French call ennui. Uh, just an incapacity and inability to be motivated, uh, and uh, this is this is a, a a state of spiritual entropy where nothing grows. Um, so all this growth now is going to stir these these people. Uh, in the Otsar Hamedrashim, uh, uh, there's a reference to our our Perik, uh, and the coming of the Mashiach, and says v'tokeat uh, there's a, the Tkiyag Dola, Umit Galem Mashiach ben David, Veliahu, Volchim Shnei Hametzel Yisrael, Shehem Bamidbar Amim. The desert here is the desert of nations. Vomer Lehem Eliyahu, Zewa Mashiach. Eliyahu introduces Mashiach, and it's the job of Mashiach and Eliyahu to strengthen the Berkayim and to strengthen people's faith and to tell them, Chizku al Tirau, don't be afraid. Now, there's a medrash, as long as we're in medrash Rabbah in Vayikra, there's another medrash which I really should have found earlier on and shared with you. We'll have reference to it, God willing, after Pesach when we resume again. But look at this medrash here. This medrash uh, goes back to the indoctrination of, of uh, Yeshayahu, 
And if you look, and it describes the base medrash of Yeshayahu. Um, base, uh, the beginning, Rab Zarya b'shem Rab Yudab bar Simon patach karya b'Yeshayahu. And he said, Yeshayahu metayel ha'iti bebeit medrashi, Talmudi. Yeshayahu is walking, walking around in his base medrash. Uh, I never knew this before. So who's in Yeshayahu's Beit Medrash? Well, it's Amos and Micha, amongst others. And they're, they're obviously, remember we said that there are other, when we learned Perik Vav, we said that there had been other Nevi'im that had gone and who had failed, and Yeshayahu himself and God had, had, had told him that you failed as well. So here we read, Amalo HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God speaks to Yeshayahu, he says, you love Tzedek, you love uh, go ahead and, and, and make my people righteous, make them righteous again. Uh, rehabilitate the Jewish people. And therefore, says the Medrash, if you're wondering why there is so much alliterative use in Yeshayahu, it's because uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Yeshayahu this incredible language to speak in double language, to say, Sosasis, Hitorari, Hitorari, Nachamu, Nachamu, as we will read uh, as we go forward. Okay. So, part three. What sort of uh, healing did Isaiah, uh, Isaiah actually reveal? So, look at these. Look at the language here. Tipakachna, titpakachna, tipakachna. Everything is opening up. Everything. What is all this opening up? And our opening up and healing synonymous, as yidaleg kayal piseach, that the person who was unable to move, who was literally crippled, is now able to dance and to skip. People are able to skip to places. What does it mean to skip? Think about Pesach, right? Pesach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it just doesn't mean to skip. But in Yeshayahu's terminology, this means that people were able to get to places that they weren't able to, that were unreachable before. If you're able to skip, you're able to jump over places and get somewhere that you weren't able to get to before. Think about that in spiritual terms. And those who are not able to speak, vataron lashon ilaim, now they're able to sing. And so it's not only that they're able to speak, now they're able to sing. And on this, the Ben Kol wants to know, Wouldn't it be sufficient for the lame to have a normal gait and for those struck dumb to regain the ability to converse, let alone to speak? What's all this skipping about? What, what does it mean that the people are able to get beyond where they were before? So look at Yeshayahu, we'll take a glance, it's a, it's a preview of Yeshayahu Perik Mem, uh, where a couple, five prokim away, Nosein la'yayayf koach, u'le'in onim otzma yarbeh, places where people were unable to get to. People are able to literally uh, overachieve. They're able to overextend themselves. And why is this? So all of this we're pointing out here has to do with the renewal of faith that's what Yeshayahu is here to do. We can see that King, King David, uh, David HaMelech, 
in Perak Ayin Chet in Tehilim, uh, spoke about this lack of faith that Yeshayahu is coming to help. Because he says, Ki lo David HaMelech was saying that there was already in his time a lack of faith. And in spite of Hashem doing all the miracles that he did in Mitzrayim, and in David's generation, so the, our parak is a parak about faith and the power of faith. Now, part of the imagery that we spoke about at the beginning was suddenly there's water everywhere. Well, the idea of water gushing in places that there ought not to be water is an imagery that we're very familiar with. Just think about the, the rocks in the desert and, and, and uh, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu hitting the rock, speaking to the rock. Going back to, to Perik Ayin Chet in, in Tehillim again. Yivakat Surim Bamidbar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes rocks give out water. Vayotzei Nozlim Misela. Yichazkel Navi will talk about Vinei Mayim Yotzim Mitachat Miftan Habayit. So what does that mean exactly? Now the water is not only coming out of the rocks, it's the same waters. These are waters that are coming out from the, the, the miftan, the threshold of the Beis HaMikdosh. Yoel and Perik Dalit will say, In Perik Yudbet we read, so without getting to the idea that, that Mayim is Torah, but there's a renewal, there's a re-energy, there's waters that rush and they're carrying us forward. There's movement in water. These waters are not just, they're not a lake. They're, they're, powerful, uh, they're powerful rivers of faith, if you will, that are moving us forward. And what happens What's our response? We're, we're, we're drawing from these, these waters, these renewal of faith. If you think about, you know, we've been reading about the Kinneret getting full of rain and everything like that, uh, rising to new levels. Uh, there's a gushing energy that, that, that's coming from the Hermon, from underground uh, uh, sources of water that are refilling the Kinneret these powerful forces are re, re-energizing and causing all this growth. The growth doesn't happen without water. So there's an energizing of faith that causes us to, to sing. So perhaps the singing is necessary, uh, and we need to sing, not just because we're happy, but because song is a core expression of faith in Hashem and His miracles. Where do we know this from? We know this from uh, Kriyat Yamsuf. We sing out to Hashem. Miriam uh, is not going to allow her brother to be the only one to sing. She gathers all the women and she has them singing along with her. It's a song of faith. Uh, now this is a spoiler uh, for Pesach, but it's, uh, it's going to be, God willing, uh, we should all arrive to Pesach um, in good health, uh, the theme of our Seder is going to be this Gemara in, in, in Shabbos, where uh, we find uh, um, a, a reference to Purim. 
אמר רבחור בר יעקב, מכאן מודו רבו לא יראיסו, רבחור בר יעקב was saying in the name of רבה, that when the Jews in, uh, in Shushan uh, realized that they had been saved from Haman, uh, that they accepted the Torah at a brand new level. Uh, famously, the, the phrase goes, Hodr kiblua bimea chashverosh, the re-acceptance of Torah. Remember, we talked about the waters, about the water coming out of the miftan of the Beit HaMikdash, possibly a reference to Torah. So Rashi here says something astonishing, that... What happened in, in, in Shushan Abira? What happened to the Jews of Persia? The Jews re-accepted Torah because they were so touched by the love of the miracle. What does it mean to love a miracle? It's a, you can love Hashem, but what does it mean to love a miracle? Uh, I'll leave it for now just to suffice at this point to say that when you love a miracle... Uh, there's something internally that, that, that draws you closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, because you realize that everything around you has changed. We're living in a world that's changing right now, not for the good, but we have this emuna, we have this faith that, that we're going to see a nace that's going to bring us to a level of love uh, and to a re-acceptance of Torah that we've never had before. So coming back to part three, we, we mentioned before that there's this highway, this Derech HaKodesh. So uh, is Isaiah describing a holy path to Zion, or does the path itself sanctify those who travel it? Perhaps it's simply that the path leads, as we said, Vaya Bayomahu and Perk Chavzayin, Yitaka B'Shofar Gadol, right? V'yishtachu L'Hashem B'Har HaKodesh B'Yerushalayim. Maybe that's simply the, the, uh, the road back to Yerushalayim. Now, those of you who have been following and patient, I'm coming to the part in the shear here that I think that sets Perak Lamedahe aside from anything else. Because along with all the beautiful prose and all the beautiful imagery and the metaphors, the blossoming, the waters, the power, the energy, the faith, there is some, there's a particular formula here uh, that leads the, to the path to holiness. And I want you to... Pay attention. I labeled it here one, two, three. Look at the order. There's a reinvigorated Eretz Yisrael, right? Parach Tifrach, right? And then there's the healing of the people who are unwell. And then the returning of the exiles on the new Highway 1, Highway, uh, right? Derech HaKodesh. So the question is, how do we get there? And I want you to notice at this point that there's something uh, inverted here in terms of how things are happening. In other words, what one would expect is that if you went back to Mamad Har Sinai, that first what would happen is that people who are weak in their faith would, and the people who are literally unwell uh, would, be, would be healed. But look at the order here. First we have Yisusumid Barvitziyah. That's how things start. Everything is being reinvigorated. We learn that all the enemies are being destroyed. That's what happens first. And then the people who are weak in their faith are being, are being healed and being strengthened. There's something wacky here about the order. It's not in logical order. So how do we get there? How do we make ourselves worthy 
of all of this, and I'm going to come back to the inverted order and, and suggest what Yeshayahu might be saying here. So this is not the first time that we run, run into the idea of the Chavatzelet, of the singing plants. So we find in Shira Shirim Rabbah a couple of references, um, and uh, this will get us back uh, to the idea uh, of Avatanes. So Ani Chavatzelet HaSharon, says the Medrash in uh, this, the singing uh, lily of the Sharon. Amra Knesset Yisrael, Ani Hi I'm singing because I know I'm beloved to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaSharon, Sharmati Lifanav Shira. Sharon is from the Lashon Shir. That's what it means to, for us to be singing. And look at this last one here. When we're close to God, says Rav David Veli, right? That allows us to be very, very impulsive. We are now doing Naseh Nishma. We are doing the Naseh before the Nishma. We're doing what the Jews in Persia do, did. We're doing Kimu Vikiblu. We're acting on the Torah even before we've actually accepted and understood what we've taken in. So this takes us back to the imagery of the screaming, sk- skipping gazelle or deer. Remember the, the Pasuk said, Az kayal piseach. So the way we heal and the manner in which we heal has everything to do with the ayal. What do we learn from this, this simile of the ayal? What do we know about the Ayal? The Ayal, Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Tatzvi, but it's not just the land that's Tzvi. We, we, this famous memra in Pirkei Ovis, Rabbi Yudah ben Tema Omer, Heve Azkanamer, Vekal Kanesher, Veratz Katzvi. What does it mean to run like a deer, that, this, that, that the Ayal and the deer are, you know, in Sefer Devarim, Katzvi Ayal, they're essentially the, in the same category of animals. Uh, I, I'm not an expert in zoology. Uh, if you look it up in Google, you'll see that they're slightly different. But in the imagery of, of Yeshayahu, they're the same. What is it that defines an ayal? An ayal, we saw in Tehilim, is kayal taroga lafike mayim. An ayal um, is, is a very spiritual creature in Jewish imagery because it's looking for Hashem. Kayal tarog nafshi tarog elecha Elohim. We are in compared to the ayal. What is it that makes us puts the skip in our in our ability to jump and to get to places we couldn't get to before? Because this 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 there's this desire, there's this intense orga. We 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 are so impatient. We want to get close to Kadosh Baruch Hu, we're impulsive in the way that we were driven by this desire in Amuna, not to, to be satisfied with the status quo, but we want to be like those rushing waters, rushing to the Beit HaMikdash, getting on the derech of Derech HaKodesh. And here the Zohar reveals another layer of the Ayal. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Yalta There is one, think of one, the one nation not just the nation, one nation under God, but Hashem's singular nation. 
And what does this Ayal do? So when the world is desperate, you hear this? Listen to these thunderous words pounding our, uh, through the, the eons of history all the way from Yeshayahu to our day and time. When the world needs Rachmim, Rachmim Lemaya, Maya imagery of water, water is energy, right? This Ayal Charta, this singular Ayal, the singular nation, we, the Jewish people, the Kuchabrihu Shma Kale, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears this Ayal, he hears his Amechad, Ukedein Chayis Alma Hadahu Dixiv Kayal Tarog Alafike Mayim. The if, if the, the 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 sulam uh, or the masuk midvash does the same thing as the sulam says it, it translates this into the Hebrew from the Aramaic. There's one particular ayala, this one deer, this one gazelle that exists in the world. Am Yisrael. God does a lot for it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears the, the cry and the scream and the tefillah of this ayal, of this, of this dear, the country and the land and the people who are so dear to him. So what's the secret of this ayal? What is the secret between the, of this ayala? How is it that God is deaf uh, and unresponsive to other other people praying in the world, how is it that the Jewish people, how is it this Ayala has such an ability to penetrate the, sham, the, the layers of Shemayim and have a Kodesh Baruch Hu hear our prayers? So the Zohar Kodesh Pikude goes on to say, uh, Reb Shimon is saying, Hasaru lachavirim, I'll tell you what the secret is, Sheilchu b'der hayashar, we do it by machshava ratzon, the essence of this is the Ratzon, the Ratzon of the Ayala, its desire for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's what penetrates the heavens. So let's look at Perik uh, Lamed Hay now in retrospect, and let's understand what this faith is that we were talking about. We said that the Yadayim Rafot and the Birkayim Koshlot would be strengthened by, by Emunah. And there are three aspects to this, right? There's the emunah, there's the shira, the of the of the of the yaron, and then there's the ratzon of the of the ayala, or the ayal. So think about what we say in in the shira malos that we all know. Shira malos b'shuv Hashem et shivatzion, shivatzion, highway one, derech hakodesh, az yimalei schok pinu ulshonenu rina. We're going to be so joyful. We're going to be singing. Kafikim banegev, right? These these rocks, these waters coming out of out of the out of the negev, out of the desert. Boyavo berina, we're in a state of joy. So what we observe in our chapter is an interesting and subtle logical inversion. I made reference to it before, as noted earlier. Isaiah described redemption in three parts. We said this year was about redemption in three acts. There's a reinvigorated Israel a healing of the unwell, and return of the exiles. Remember that from before? 
Now, on a purely logical basis, one would imagine that healing the physically and spiritually weak would result in, therefore, proceed a reinvigorated Israel, right? If we want the Jewish people to be strong, we want the Jewish people to be reinvigorated, uh, you would expect that we need to be able to get our faith together on our own. That's not what Yeshayahu was talking about it. He's talking about that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does this. This is purely what we call in Kabbalah, Yisarusa Dile'ela. That's what Yeshayahu was talking about. Yisisum Midbalvitziah. Suddenly, everything around us changes. This reversal suggests two other such reversals. Here we refer to the acceptance of Torah at Sinai and its reacceptance after the, the miracle of Purim. Like I said before, Nasev and Ishma at Sinai goes along and is parallel to Kimu Vikiblu. It's an inverse order. What we learn from this comparison is a, le- is a lesson about the love that goes hand in hand with redemptive revelation. When, when we, the Jewish people feels Hashem's love, we have a particular reaction. We get very impulsive. We're willing to do Nasa even before we have Nishma. We're willing to do Kimu even before we do Kiblu. If the Jewish nation reacted impulsively before they had fully internalized their new deal with Hashem, we're not surpri- surprised to learn that the Almighty is also so eager for our redemption that he will change all of nature before he begins to tend to the spiritually infirm. He's, he, before he's mechazek Amuna, he's willing to turn everything in nature around us. He's willing to destroy Adam. He's willing to bring water from the desert. He's willing to do all of this. This is an unmistakable sign of a love that cannot be restrained. We're talking about the love HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the love that he has for his Jewish people, and just like we're waiting for redemption, we're waiting for all of our tsaras to end, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a step ahead of us. He's changing everything. He's changing our environment. Right now he's changing it in a way that's very, very painful for us. But he, in, in, Yeshayahu is telling us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will change things uh, because he'll get impatient for the Gula. Our part is to have the level of emuna and faith. We talked about Am Shomer Emunim, that we, no matter what's going on around us, when in the darkest times, that's where we, we reach inside for this deep well, all these waters of faith that have been flowing through our veins for, for so many generations. Each and every one of us, especially those here living in Yerushalayim, this is, this is serious business. We carry a DNA, uh, a spiritual DNA, an amuna uh, that is the source of power for the whole world. And that's where the redemption comes from. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is just waiting for us to, to hold on to that, to sing out to him. We shouldn't be crying, we should be singing with joy because we know that there's a geula that's on the other side of all these tsaras. Everybody wants to know, everybody wants to know, what does all of this mean? I have no idea what this means, but I would tell you that I feel a very deep spiritual connection to the Sfas Emes. If I had to take one safer with me to a deserted island uh, to bring the Chazek Mayamuna, uh, there's no safer that I find uh, more powerful, me personally, than the Sfas Emes, the Ger Rebbe. Look what he said in Tafresh Lamed Gimel, in reference to Pesach. Ela vaday hagolus hoya eitzah shenuchalit karev l'ashem yizbarach. 
Svasemis says that all of exile, all darkness, all darkness, uh, is actually an etza. It's a pre, it's a, a preparation for one thing. And what's that? Upashut yesh lomar ki ayaza kedei liyoch feilim v'nichnaim l'Hashem yizbarach. Think about matzah. Think about the matzah we're, we're about to eat and the mindset that we're supposed to come to. The plain, simple matzah, the shuffle matzah. Shafel, we've said before in the shir, I spent a lot of years trying to understand what shiflus is. Shiflus uh, is a kind of humility that's even stronger and more powerful than anava, than humility. Ki below zeh, lo yucholim li if HaKadosh Baruch Hu had not put us through the Galut, through the dark periods, we would never be able to be, overcome uh, the Geyut, our natural uh, tendency to be full of ourselves. And listen to the, the, the words that I put in the purple here. The Holy Svas MS said to us many years ago, Vinire Shekol HaRaocha Ba'olam all the negativity, all the stuff that frightens us, all the things that make our knees bend and our hands shake, our job is not to shake in our boots and to be afraid of anything. Our job is to internalize the message of Perik Lamed Hei in Yishayahu and understand that if we can have more faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu than we have in ourselves, and that we can appreciate and, and have the, the, the lachnia is to bend our knees, not out of fear and trepidation, but in hachna'a and acceptance, and realize that everything that we're lacking, everything that we need, including our faith, the source of that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu promises us in Perak Lamed Hay, through Yishayahu, that he will be, he will take care of us. He will make everything that seems uh, like it's dying come alive. Um, he will. He promises us that he will strengthen us and that he will bring this highway one, the the derech hakodesh. He'll clear it out. He'll clear out all the obstacles. Anything that's in the way will 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 move to the side, and the rushing waters of Torah and faith will come out of the base of mikdash, and we'll swim. Un, un, even people who can't swim will find their way swimming back uh, to the Derech HaKodesh, to our connection to HaKodesh Baruch Hu, because HaKodesh Baruch Hu is going to reveal himself even more so this Pesach. So I wish all of you a Chakoshev Sameach. You should eat your matzahs in the understanding that what we're trying to do is to get to this level of humility and achna. And just like HaKodesh Baruch Hu, um, told Yeshayahu not to worry, to reassure Chizkiyahu HaMelech that there would be nothing to fear of Ashur, there was nothing to fear of Mitzrayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not interested in destroying the Jewish people. He wants us to get stronger. Chazak, Chazak, Venit Chazek. We'll speak to you on, I think it's the 19th of April, Emir Tzashem, after Chag HaPesach. Until then, please stay strong, stay healthy, and I look forward to speaking with you again in person in Pomerantz, and if not virtually, we love you, we care about you, we hope that you stay well and strong. Have a wonderful Yantav Koltuv.